0: I'm Scorpio. And I'm Amy C. Wilson of Moon, Serpent, and Bone. And for this special seasonal podcast, Witch Space, Moon, Serpent, and Bone are collaborating to bring you even more Witch Space content and help you find new amazing vendors and readers to tantalize the senses with magic and macabre from the fringes of the Hudson Valley. Each season corresponding to a Moon, Serpent, and Bone market will
1: bring you an extra podcast discussing magic and spirituality for the season interviewing vendors, readers, and other magical professionals we think you should know. And as always, sharing
2: our hot takes. Thank you, Amy, for giving us the opportunity to do even more of what we love and share it with our amazing audience. Let's dive into today's podcast.
0: What's up, witches? This is Amy C. Wilson of Otherworldly Waxes and Moon Serpent and Bone Oddities and Curiosities Night Market. This Friday, the 13th of October, I welcome you to join us at our Black Mass Masquerade, our fifth annual Samhain Oddities and Curiosities Night Market. The evening includes Oddities and Curiosities Market from 6 p.m. until 11 p.m., a live performance, Ferris Shadows Mask, a Redden Assembly of Wonders, showtime starts at 8 p.m., and the witches' Ball Dance Party, which goes from 11 p.m until 1 a.m. Tickets are limited, so snatch yours up today to join us for a night of mystery, wonder, and bafflement live and in person. So be sure to visit us online at moonserpentandbone.com. You can also find out more info on our Instagram account, moonserpentandbone. And as always, live deliciously.
2: So of course we love getting to talk about the holidays again, because of moon serpent and bone. We talked a lot about Samhain in our first year ever, but let's come back to it from that same mindset and think about what are our favorite Samhain traditions? Okay. Well, for me, you know, part of Samhain is it's the last
1: of the harvest festivals. So the things that I'm allowed to eat, because of course I'm allergic to pumpkin, so all squashes. So I'm not carving a pumpkin. I'm not making pumpkin pie. I'm not making pumpkin bread. I'm not making zucchini bread. So there are a lot of things that I used to like that I can't do anymore. So I do, however, like to have apples on my altar. I like to do something with apples, whether I'm cooking with apples or I'm decorating with apples. I want to have, especially New York, Right. Yeah, We're you kind of yeah. Um, acorns, they are actually on my walk with my dog, <laughs> I have to admit, I have to be really careful on one one part because it's like they're everywhere and I almost mm. slipped They're like little rocks. But since they are plentiful as well, I like to collect those. So for me, my altar really should reflect the season and you know how. It's also about being grateful, right? Because we do live in modern times. I have a refrigerator, I have a supermarket. I don't have to worry about these things. But I still go back to this idea that not everybody is as lucky. I also go I also go with the idea that um it is getting darker and colder and it's it's a scary time still for a lot of people. I don't mean the Halloween woo-woo aspect mm-hmm. of being scared. You know, people are concerned about being hurt, falling on the ice, because that's what's coming, you know, all these mm-hmm. things. So I think for me, uh, Sáwin is about recognizing the dark, it is about um, being grateful for this bounty that I am lucky enough to have, and to start thinking about the darkness ahead, because we are going into the darker days now.
2: So I think I just lost track of what you asked me. No, I think that was perfect. Okay. Um, right. I think you covered not only important information for our listeners, but also what your favorite tradition is. And I think that was helpful also for me because one of the things we talked about in sort of the main offering of the podcast is the dichotomy of Salin. And right. you guys should take a listen to that on the 28th when it drops. It's beautiful. But coming at it from a perspective of a person who isn't celebrating the wheel of the year traditionally, reminding me about, you know, oh, it's the dark is coming in we're really starting to see Samhain line up with Persephone's descent, right? Um, you know, and, and part of that's climate change, but the leaves are starting to come down at the beginning of October into November. So this is a really good time, even if you're not doing sort of a traditional Samhain to lean into that idea of the winter is coming, you know, we're transitioning into a different part of the year but I do think let's take a minute Scorpio and like what are some traditional Samhain activities that people can do Divination I think is key on the list right because the veil is
1: thinnest take advantage of that especially if you're like okay I'm I'm starting out in divination great because you're going to get this power boost mm-hmm. like it really is a great time I, I and when I say that I just want to make clear it's not a great time to ask inane questions right? Mm-hmm. Um, should I leave my boyfriend? Yeah, you should.
2: the answer is yes. Yeah. The
1: answer <laughs> is always yes. <laughs> but really to take stock in what, what do I really want to know, mm-hmm. right? If this is a new year, then it should be that kind of thing, right? It should be like bigger kind of thinking. And I'm not saying, can somebody tell you a year out what your whole year is going to hold, but what should you be concentrating on? For the beginning of the year what should you be concentrating on for the dark darker times right mm-hmm. because we do have another time when you can do this again so maybe for that six months period you want to know like what can you reach out to who can you reach out to another thing is ancestral work mm-hmm. and I know that when we say that a lot of people say well there are closed traditions that do ancestral work and I'm not saying to appropriate somebody's um, culture or tradition but I am saying that you have ancestors. Every single person has ancestors. So it's really great if you want to tap into that. And if you're not sure, well, we're going to have a little talk. If you're in the lower Hudson Valley on October 27th, right before Samhain, and you can come down to Nyack, to Modern Druid, it is free, but our donations are being accepted because we are um, going to be donating all the money, but All that information is on our Instagram and modern Druids Instagram. So just wanted to throw that in there because if you're sitting there going, how do I do this? We're going to tell you all about it, but just generally um, everybody has ancestors. There are always spirits around us and it's just the perfect time to tap into all of that energy.
2: Yeah. I think for me, I'm thinking about it also in the context of it's the final harvest festival. So we want to make sure our larders are full. So this might be a great time to be doing things that fill your cup, things that make you feel um, joyous and supported that allow you to maybe build a store of energy from, you know, we're going to go into uh, seasonal depression times soon. And so think about things magically and mundanely that are going to bring you this sense of feeling whole and supported. And like, you can go into your root cellar and there's food there for the winter.
1: Yeah. I think that's really important. I'm definitely one of those people that I love fall, but when winter comes, when it is four 30 in the lower Hudson Valley and it is pitch black out, Mm -hmm. um, it just saps all your energy. It's like, I go to work in the dark and I come home and I see the sunlight for a little bit and then it's gone. And It's really hard. So what are you going to do? And I think that's why it's so important almost to nest during this time to start getting your home ready for, hundred percent. like, are you a puzzle person? Buy some puzzles for yourself. Like, get excited. You're going to have this time to do that, right? Uh, Books, are there books that you've been meaning to get to? Do you have them already? Pick them up, right? One place you can go is Modern Druid's Lending Library, our lending library, which space? Coast lending library. It sounds like a commercial for us instead of a commercial about it, It's Both. <laughs> it's both, but we now have a lending library at Modern it thanks to Morgana. So yeah, pick up a book, pick up things that are going to make you happy. Have them in the home. Start thinking about gathering. That's another thing that's important. Yeah. Right. How do you want to gather with people? This becomes a time, especially um, witches. We may not come from families that are witches, so. Now it comes into their holiday season, right? How are you going to prepare emotionally, mentally? What are you going to have in your basket, as it were, to deal with the things that are coming ahead? Now is a good time to kind of take to- now is a good time to take stock in that.
2: And I think obviously one of those places that we can focus on our community is at Moon Serpent and Bone. Absolutely. So besides the fact that you're obviously going to hear from the vendors and you're going to hear from Amy, we want to give you some ideas of things that you might want to pick up, right? What can you bring in to your home for Samhain? So Scorpio, what are some colors that we might be trying to like incorporate into our lives as Samhain approaches? I'm going
1: to say obviously black, dark reds oranges, dark greens, not the bright greens of spring, but like the darker greens, I think are great colors to bring in. And as far as moon serpent and bone, I already know that my first table that I have to hit is otherworldly waxes Mm -hmm. because their incenses, they will have an incense for absolutely everything. And I love their moon incense. So that's something that I have to take stock of. And I like to in a sense, make sure that my pantry, like you said, is full. Mm -hmm. And those are some of the things that I need. I definitely need some of the incense from that Amy herself makes. I'm not just talking about, I'm going to pick up some cones or whatnot. I like her loose incense. Um, It's just, it's amazing.
2: And I think we're looking at sort of bringing in that autumn leaf energy, bringing in that sort of dark moon energy. So that makes a ton of sense. Um, obviously incenses a lot of times are black. So this also works with our color scheme. Yeah. Uh, I know in our previous episodes, we talked a little bit about flowers. I think for spring, we talked about what flowers to work with. Are there any plants or plant allies you suggest for Samhain? For me personally, but it's
1: again, I'm a Scorpio. So Mm -hmm. I don't know what everyone's going to do, but for me, chrysanthemums
2: are what come into my home this Mm -hmm. time of year. But you did also mention previously, apples, pumpkins, squash, right? right? The traditional sort of root vegetables, the traditional plants of the season are obviously ones you can rely on. But flowers like chrysanthemum are such a great start to connect Sam to yourself instead of connecting Sam to sort of an outward expectation. Yeah. You know what, what flower stood out for me, which is so silly in my head, sunflowers, I don't know that that's silly because they are prevalent right now. I mean, it's kind of like over. It's ending yeah. yeah, Well, that's what I mean. It's sort of like they don't really go here, but I feel like like a dried sunflower would just have such fun energy to mm. sort of keep the sun with you as we move in towards Yule. I also think if you want the colors of fall to just be around you, mums
1: are yes. really good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you can get mums everywhere. Everywhere. Supermarket Every- has them. Yeah. Are there any, is there anything that you do specifically around Samhain that you don't do during the spring and summer? Yes. I annoy everybody with the (laughs) fact that I'm a Scorpio
1: and that it's Scorpio season and everybody else can suck it. That's something that I do this time of year that I don't do any other time of year. Um, Other than that, is there
2: anything that I do around Samhain? You know what? It is important, guys. You should be reaching out to the Scorpios in your lives. They're having a really hard time right now because they want to tell everybody how important they are, but like that's frowned upon in society. So just give them an opportunity to talk about how great it is to be a Scorpio. That could be like our sound gift to them.
1: I like that. It's okay. We're already talking shit about all of all the other all the other signs right now.
2: All no our, one our, has our ever text. stopped talking shit about Gemini. Not a single person has ever stopped talking shit about us.
1: We are so excited right now. We're like in our cocoons yeah. and every text message is just like, you know, it's almost Scorpio season, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have to be the most annoying when it comes to signs. Like I see other signs on um like, you know, just memes and stuff. Yeah. But they're like, oh, you know, it's Libra season, it's it's Aquarius season. And like I'm just like, who cares? <laughs> Like, I don't understand what the
2: big deal is. I mean, you did name two seasons that I don't care about. So you're right. Me personally, eh. Gemini season rolls around. I'm like, hey, let's cause problems on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: why should people go to Moon, Serpent and Bone? What makes this, first of all, I don't feel like there's any other market like this in lower Hudson Valley. Obviously, I'm not telling people in California, you need to come. I think that's a big commitment. If you want to come to New York, this would be a great time to do it. And you can come to Moon Serpent and Bone because you should. Um, You know, one of the things that I love about the Samhain Festival, and I think it's because, you know, it's it's the beginning of the new year, right? It's the last day of the year, the Celtic calendar. And witches are happy, right? We are celebrating. Um, Life is pretty good. You know, even when life is not great, life is pretty good. So... Moon, Serpent and Bone is a celebration. It's more than just a marketplace where you're going to come. And yeah, there's great vendors. You should shop. But she also has great um, artists performing, mm. right? There's something to see. Um, there's going to be a witch's ball at the end. She's got readers. It's like, it's everything you could want to celebrate the season. And the location is gorgeous. Stunning. Um, yeah. Just check out our photos from last year. It's at Revel 32. Yes. Yeah. So you can check that out. We have photographs. Um, It's just a beautiful spot. You can get something to drink, something to eat right there. So really just come enjoy, park your car. There's plenty of parking. You come in and it's everything you could possibly want for Samhain.
2: I think at this point, everybody's probably chomping at the bit. So let's dive into the wonderful vendors that you're gonna have the opportunity to see when you come to Moon, Serpent and Bone.
3: Hello, I'm Devin Barrett of Magical Arts. I'm an artist, a poet, a student, and a teacher of the occult and esoterica. My artwork is created by painting and collaging in reverse on one side of clear acrylic sheeting to be viewed from the other side. This, along with other techniques, creates the illusion of depth and dimension in my pieces. My subject matter includes occult symbolism, talismans, coded formulae, and abstractions. Rooted deep in the collective unconscious, These creations combine alchemy, geometry, Kabbalah, and other symbolic languages to evince a psycho-spiritual conversation with secret knowledge, making the transcendent transparent, and I hope they make an attractive addition to your home or sacred space. I think my favorite paintings are always my most recent. In this case, they are currently my rendition of the High Priestess tarot card, an art glass-style pentagram and triquetra, and an abstract piece titled The Nefer. I'm also very excited to be bringing prints of my Baphomet painting to this event, as well as my festive Baffy Holidays greeting cards. My favorite Sámi tradition is the remembering and honoring of the dead, an acknowledgement that includes the harvest and the hunt as well as the ancestors. In this modern world, we forget that we exist at the apex of a summit of death. We are fed by reaping and slaughter, and our ancestors thrusted their DNA through time so that we might exist here and now. These sacrifices are not to be taken for granted. They should be respected and honored, and we do so at this time of Samhain. Those who are interested in my art and offerings, and are unable to make it to the curiosities market, can find all my social media, my web store, and my contact info on my Linktree page. The address is linktr.ee slash arts M-A-G-I-C-K-A-L-A-R-T-S. Thank you and be well.
4: Hello, hello, fringe folk. This is Tracy from Owl and Bone Tarot Court Readings. And I am a tarot reader, a shadow worker, and an eclectic witch. And I want to tell you my favorite offering, especially for this time of year. And it would be my shadow reading. Uh, for this time of year, as we are going within, the shadow reading is just perfect. Because as a shadow worker, I help to facilitate shadow work uh, using the tarot with my clients. So that is definitely one of my favorite offerings. Uh, In addition, also my bereavement reading as we approach Samhain. And it's all about working with our ancestors and honoring our ancestors. The bereavement reading Uh, does just that and is also just a great way to connect with our ancestors. So those are just a couple of things that I really like to offer this time of year. Uh, Also, I want to tell you my favorite Samhain tradition, and that would be any sort of autumnal seasonal crafting and baking. I love kitchen witching and all that type of stuff and what else uh if you are not able to make it to the market um you can also find me on instagram at owl and bone tarot and you can also check out my website which is owlandbone.net where you can see all of the different readings and things that I offer so thank you so much and blessed Sawin.
5: Hello, Scorpio and Gemini. Lovely to do this again. So my name is Robert Alvarez. I'm also known as Robert Alvarez, the Psychic Witch. And on my YouTube channel, I'm Mr. Lighting and a Fan, because I always have lighting and I always have a fan on. (laughs) So what I do is I am a professional psychic reader and energy healing practitioner. I offer readings with cards, tarot Oracle, Lenormand, and I have also now offer playing card divination. I've studied clairvoyance. I've studied palmistry. I've studied runes, and I specialize in goddess energy healing treatments, although if the client wants a Reiki treatment, I will happily accommodate the client with a Reiki treatment. Right now, I do not offer any items for sale. Um, I keep going back and forth about it, and the reality is that at some point, I might do that. But for right now, I am simply offering my psychic services. You know, there there, are, there aren't there are that many Samhain traditions that I would consider my favorite. But of all of them, I think my personal favorite is... Well, two actually. So one of them is more deeply connecting with the spirits of the beloved dead as well as my ancestors. And also um, the little the beautiful little boy in me loves collecting the autumn leaves. And for folks who cannot make it to the market, there are various ways they can find me online. Um, but primarily, um, I would say my WordPress blog, actually my professional, metaphysically oriented WordPress blog, which is thetarotman.wordpress.com. Thank you both so much for everything you do, Scorpio and Gemini, and I wish you the very, very best.
6: My name is Reb, and my partner is Finn, and together we are Wild Bone Alchemy, which offers adornments and altar pieces for sacred practice of earth traditions. All are made from forged bones and forest-found materials, integrated with metalwork and burning of ancestral symbols, to the end of honoring these creatures and inspiring the adorned to call their own magic back through provoking curiosity of the ultimate alchemy, life and death. Most of the pieces that I make are one-of-a-kind, so they are my favorite for that reason. Currently, I'm really into the adornments that mix electroforming and raw bone with unique connection points. Also, these specimen-type prong sets that display the bone in a curiosity cabinet kind of way, um, and any piece with moss agate. Wild bone alchemy is just one expression of our lifestyle, living circularly, shifting with the seasons, with honor, and in ritual Through worshipping in the woods and bone collecting, we're continually confronting death and what comes next, and alchemizing that into accessible forms. But after the autumn equinox and the last harvest, when the plants are dying off from the frosts, death is in the air and we're celebrating life at this threshold festival by embracing death, so the materials I'm using to create are typically relevant to the time of year. Currently, I have thorny rose stems, black thorn points, the dark mother of the woods, spirit quartz, snakeskin, and fox bones that I'm using for the sticks and bones and Samhain collection. We will be at the Moon Serpent Bone Black Mass Masquerade, but please visit wildbonealchemy.com to further explore.
0: Thank you to all our vendors and readers who peddled their wares this season in the market and on the podcast. Can't wait to see you there. Thank you
1: to Kano and More for our intro and outro music and to Amy for the Moon, Serpent, and Bone music and for giving us the opportunity to make more podcast content for
2: you. Thank you to our amazing audience. You guys are wonderful and we hope to see you at markets. We hope you say hi to Amy and to the other vendors. And remember, if you're following the seasons,
1: you're following us.